0: What, what up, Pat? Good, bro. What's going on, Big Dog? Good to see ya. Been a minute, brother. Been a minute. We're here in
1: Miami now, Mystery Street Gym. You guys see it? Check it. it out right here. Yeah. This is spot. They got fire going here. on. Everything. Glad to have Mike here. So. beautiful weather. Can't yeah. complain. Can't be upset right now. Yeah. No, no. So let's yeah. go sit down and get get charge. All right, fantastic.
0: Yeah. Loving the tire outside. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah, real gym feel right here. Bro, for like conditioning, this is monstrous. To flip this all the way down and back—that would be. Good. Oh, it's
1: crazy. Even the fitness classes that Dino and Tom got at the gym right now—I mean, it's crazy. They got them working in here, doing the run back and forth, getting a good sweat in. Yeah. Before we start talking a little bit about your recent fight, I gotta say, everyone, go to the Pod Matrix, hit subscribe follow us on instagram brooklyn boxing podcast follow the pod matrix on instagram as well we have a
0: ton of content coming fifth street gym pod we were recording yesterday we got a lot of stuff on the way but mike you're here down from New um, York, yeah, man. Came down south for a few days. You know what I'm saying? Enjoy the weather, some palm trees. We got six of the essence. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just fought in Mexico, got the
0: knockout. Yeah. Big right hand to the temple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, the knockout. It was because it was so close range and the angle that the stream had, like uh, was filmed on. A lot of people thought I hit with a body shot. They didn't know what happened, but no, it was a right hand on the left side between his temple and his ear, like right at the side. Fell to a knee got up, but then, like, I guess he was or dizzy or something, and he just, like, collapsed again, and um, that was it. I honestly, I mean, with the hit, like, it was pretty hard. Like, I felt my knuckles, like, crunch through the glove, but I didn't think he was going to stay down. I thought, you know, Momachenko style, you can get dropped, but you got to get back up. Same with me. First round, he caught me with a right hand. I could explain that. I just kind of gave it to him, uh, but I thought he was going to get back up, but... And then I'm happy to get the to deal or the knockout, whatever they call it as. Yeah, sure.
1: and Mike was talking to me off camera. He was saying he's been doing some sparring too, laying people down, so I don't know if there's something going on in the in the tacos over there in Mexico, what's going on, but Mike's got some newfound
0: power. I've been doing a lot of push-ups, doing a lot of push-ups. A lot of push-ups, getting
1: strong, so <laughs> yeah, all, all you uh, welterweights, you're on notice right now. Mike is coming for you. <laughs> I'm working, I'm staying sharp and I'm working, man. I'm feeling confident right now, I can't complain. Walk me through fighting in Mexico. I know that's that was your second fight, right? Second in Mexico. fight, yeah. And, um, you know, the fans down there, they fight fans in Mexico, so it, yeah, it was a good vibe, it. right? Oh,
0: it was amazing. That was honestly, like, some of the, the nicest people I've ever experienced in my life. After the fight, especially because I went down in the first round, I got back up to finish it in the next round, everyone kind of looked at me like some extra warrior image, so yeah. people were trying to, like, take pictures, just like, take my contact and stuff. Everyone was really, really nice. So It was amazing. Man. It was amazing. I felt like a superhero when I, when I finished that yeah, fight. Yeah, the, the
1: Mexican fans, it's crazy. I mean, Atlanta. they just love seeing a guy who's like a real fighter, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who comes through adversity and like gets a finish like that, so I'm yeah. sure they're hype. Maybe you gain some new fans down there. Hopefully, I think return. so. Yeah. I
0: think so, yeah, for sure. So
1: Atlanta's next, right? So you're fighting Hotlanta.
0: Atlanta. yeah. It's going to be, I mean, look. Mexico was like 109 when I was out there, so I don't know how incredible or intense the heat's going to feel to me in Atlanta, but Mexico is crazy hot. But yeah, Atlanta, we're going to be July 31st. Um, a bunch of guys that I know from the amateurs um, in New York are flying out there and they're flying out there too. Uh, some guys that I've fought, some guys that I've with and train with, so it's going to be uh, a New York heavy car. It's going to be fun.
1: And uh, a lot of those guys on the card, right? Church Street guys
0: or uh, mix, um, mix of guys, mix of gyms? Nah, I believe I'm the only person from Church Street on that card. Um, mostly it's going to be like people from Brooklyn, Bronx, all over the place. Like, there's, I think, two people that I've fought in the amateurs that are on that card or a pro now. Um, one of my boys, Zay, Marity, shout out to Isaiah Zay. Um, he fought in Mexico He just had his pro debut one with me as well. He's fighting on that card as well. Um, it's uh, run by the Latin American promotions and my boy Big Time, uh, Justin Bigs, BPE, Big, uh, Big Time Promotions. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go put in work. My boy Christian Otero, he's three and zero. Everyone just you know on the rise, just working hard, trying to come up. So
1: that's dope. So everyone, yeah. make sure to go check that out. We'll post the, the link and, and all the information for streaming and all that stuff when when the uh, fight arrives. But you know, I'm sitting with Mike Hughes right now. If you guys don't remember, <laughs> this was the second. Guest yeah, um, yeah. ever. First guest ever, I actually. I, say, I, right? think I, I think got, got, got it twisted. Yeah, yeah. First, all good. <laughs> first guest ever that we had in studio in Brooklyn. So, I mean, we got an OG here, right? We're, we're <laughs> Sitting set, down, set down and. Um, not only, you know, obviously it's good to hear about your career, what you got going on. It's awesome to see you on a roll now. And, uh, but I want to talk to you a little bit about just the boxing landscape right now. There's this a lot of wild, shit going man. on. We got the YouTube scene, but we also got a lot of great fights on the way for just straight up boxing this summer. A lot of boxing kind of going to be on fire the next couple months. Yeah. We got Spence Pacquiao coming up, Wilder Fury. What are your thoughts on, you know, as a welterweight,
0: what do you think about Pac Man and Spence. Pac Spence. I mean, salute to both of them for, you know, signing the contract and getting that done. For me, I'm a Og Pacquiao fan, like since Pacquiao's like first fight in the United States, I think that was when he was getting punched in his thigh and his leg was hurt and he like still fought to get like a jaw or something like that. I was like blows. I've been a Pac fan since I was a kid. So for me, Spence is currently like my favorite fighter of the modern era, but I still, I gotta go a pack. I think I have like a friendly $20 bet out there. I'm not trying to bet too heavily, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? But this, this fight could be, um, could be incredible. Um, Pacquiao does have better defense than a lot of people get him uh, credit, uh, credit for. It's not like anything flashy. It's kind of more basically the hands up. I mean, he does block a lot more punches than people think. Um, Spence has a reach on him. He has power. He has speed. He has great timing. He has uh, great body, plate, body shot placement. Pacquiao is super explosive. He throws a barrage of punches in from angles that a lot of other fighters don't um, emulate. So who could win, We got to see. Um, how, much,
1: how much is the size going to come into play? I mean, a lot of people it, are saying that Spence is going to just walk through him. He, which is, I'm,
0: I mean, to be honest, he, he might kind of walk him down and just walk through him in a sense. But at the same time, Spence is, he can move, he can box and move. But he's a little bit more of a like, just stand your ground, sit and just uh, shoot kind of a guy. So that might play in Pacquiao's favor. Pacquiao still has his, you know, uh, legs. You know he's an explosive in and out type of guy, so that could play in his favor to just shoot in, right. land some shots, pivot, roll out, something like that. Um, it's gonna be action packed. It's bro. gonna be action. Yeah. We don't know how long it's gonna last. Yeah. Um, both have power to drop the other person and or finish the other person. Um, Spence, I would imagine probably would have a better opportunity to catch Pacquiao in the middle of a combo coming in, and that could do some damage. It's also Southpaw, but Southpaw, so that's another interesting factor of the fight. Like, I just want to see what happens i'm going pacquiao yeah, because of the og ties but i do like spence so whoever wins i ain't gonna be upset i'm with
1: you i'm going with pac-man on this one but with wilder and fury before we get into like the youtube scene Crazy. i just want to touch on that heavyweight matchup gotcha, and um you know if you could tell me does wilder have a chance after seeing what fury did to him in the second thing do you think he can make the adjustments yeah. do you think fury's playing around too much. He's posting a lot of stuff in Miami, here in Miami, part, partying, <laughs> having a good time. Um, maybe he's not training as hard as he should be. Maybe he is, I don't know. There's a lot of questions there. So what do you think the about all of it? The thing
0: for me with, with Fury posting you know, troll type of content is that's just Fury's character. So I don't necessarily, I would never take Fury posting like partying, this this, this like too seriously. I just think that's him just messing with your head, doing what he yeah, does yeah. best. Um, does Wild have a chance? He always has a chance. The puncher always has a chance. I've seen him working, you know, he's supposed to pad work with a new trainer and stuff like that working. Way more versatile um, techniques and striking combinations and stuff, which I'm very happy to see. I did feel as though he's gotten ahead on his career to make up his sheer power so much that he's just kind of hated working on things to make him more of a versatile fighter. Um, is he taking it a little bit too soon? I don't know. If he literally just started to get back to training now after the fight and all the time that's passing, he's just now working on new things, and yeah, it's too soon. Because you work on new things for six to eight months. Who was it? I think it was um, Tim Bradley and, like a uh, previous... Uh, fight broadcast, he said something about it. You can work on stuff for like six months in the gym and it doesn't show up in the, in the fight that comes next. It shows up in the fight after that. It takes like a year, year and a half for the new stuff to be Who knows? Fury, um, when it comes to boxing skill, I think Fury off of boxing will win 10 out of 10 times. He's like, in my opinion, the closest thing to a modern day Muhammad Ali that we have. Um, and while they can implement some new things and not just go with the straight, Hard oh, jab yeah, yeah. and then just a one right hand. He, he could do something. Um, I think for this fight, Wilder needs to make sure that there's no controversy at the end. <laughs> His people got to check Fury's gloves before the fight. <laughs> you think there's something to that? I don't know. I mean, the thing I will say is, when you see a picture of a dude landing in the left and and the glove is flat back here, that's highly suspect. you think it's open
1: hand? No?
0: No, bro, I'm I'm not that flexible. (laughs) The glove was literally like touching his own wrist. Yeah, no, I've seen the video. It
1: is is a little odd, honestly. I I struggled to say that he was loading his gloves or anything crazy like that, but maybe 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 his hand was a little lower. I don't know.
0: All I'm going to say is Wilder, my man, check the gloves beforehand. Let's not have any, you know, complaining and crying about this, this, this after. Check the gloves, don't hand. And he'll
1: have his new trainer, Malik Scott, a former guest of ours, and a good guy. And, and, you know, I think he's got a great mind for the sport. And Mm -hmm. and it's clearly, like, trying to implement a lot of new stuff um, in Wilder's game. So I'm sure he'll be in the locker room checking the gloves. I mean, there can't be. (laughs) They can't bring that up again. they got to check that this time. Yeah,
0: as long as Wilder is able to execute whatever new – training techniques and combinations he's been working on, he'll have a much better shot. If he just goes back to his old school paw and then one right hand, he's gonna get destroyed again. I think it he might have, in my opinion, maybe wanted to let AJ and Fury go, give himself a little more time to just train in silence, work on things in silence, and then pick up from there. He's just, you know, he's prideful, he's eager to, you know, Get that revenge. So right. if he does win, it could make it an interesting thing because then they could go for potentially a fourth fight.
1: Right, right, you right. Know? There's and a lot of fa- a lot of fights, so a lot of action in heavyweight yeah. division, there's but opportunity. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah. in, in, in the uh, YouTube landscape right now, there's a lot going on. There's really a lot you can talk about there. But I just kind of want to boil it all down to: Do you think this is saving boxing, getting more fans, or do you think this is killing boxing? Those are kind of the two extremes. It could be somewhere in the middle. Do you think it's good? Do you think it's bad? Do you think it's more fans to the sport? Or do you think it's just... You You know, know, the
0: funny part about the the more fans to the sport thing is there's a a kid, he's like 12 years old, he's actually like big for his age, but a 12 year old kid from Brazil, who I trained in Church Street these days, and he got into boxing after watching Jake Paul fight. Like, I don't remember (laughs) what fight it was, but yeah, he watched Jake Paul fight and he's like, yo, I want to box. So in essence, it is actually bringing in new fans, because that kid is now an actual fan of boxing. He's watching Cannelly, he's watching all you know, the fights and stuff like that. But the problem is is sometimes it brings in people who only want to watch YouTube, um, the triller type of over-the-top type of you know, um, events. If those people want to convert and just watch genuine boxing, then that's okay with me if they're only ever looking for circus type events where it's it's partially like a Grammy Awards where they have like these incredible music things. Then you have like stand-up comedy with people doing jokes. Then you have awkward B-roll moments where you'll see a person like, wait, is this my mark? Do I stand here? What are we rolling? Oh rolling now? Hey guy like that's just like if that's what you want to see then for me it's taking away the integrity. I think that right now it kind of goes with a class of mentalities where we're in 2021, you have new era people, new age people who are into, and not into necessarily, but just in support of and open-minded with, you know, relationship stuff, non-binary, gender identity and stuff like that. And with uh, boxing, then you also have old school people who are just like, no, conventional man and woman, you know, uh, or man and man, woman, whatever. Um, marriage, you can't be in open relationships, you have other people who are open to other things. But boxing right now is kind of like the old school purist thing, which I guess you call me a little bit, where I'm like, damn, you're taking away the integrity, but then there's the new era, uh, new era way of thinking, where it's like, you know what, nah, this is beneficial for the sports, it's the future, it's a whole other lane for us to climb into, so, or, or to travel uh, alone, so, uh, I don't know, for me, I'm not really a fan of the YouTube uh, boxing stuff, yeah. Uh,
1: hopefully there's a silver lining and like some more hopefully. fans come along. But I think the danger and like Eddie Hearn summed it up really good in an interview the other day is he talked about like you know boxing promoters and, and, and organizations don't do a better job of making big fights and not having those bullshit um, fights where you know you know the winner before the guys step in the right, ring. Right, right. Um, you know, that's what the promoters gotta focus on. Having good fights, getting the fans really involved and, and, and interested. Or else people are going to turn more to the, the circus show and and then yeah. uh if that's making big dollars then the sport's going to he- start heading that way unfortunately right. so so hopefully the boxing promoter step it up the organizations start putting on better and big events and, and we'll get it rolling so you know we'll see it's an interesting time right now um more eyes on the sport hopefully and um you know that's kind of that on that scene but but guys i think uh it's time to switch it up a little bit. We're gonna walk into the gym right now, and I want Mike to show us. Before we walk into the gym,
0: <laughs> I just gotta say, real quick, shout out and major salute to Clarissa Shields. She is, yeah. I wanna say, the first I'm boxer. Glad you that she up. got to, bro. She yeah. put in work. The first boxer to transition to MMA successfully, like the big time boxers, because I remember who was it? James Tony fought like Ken <laughs> or Frank Shamrock, and he got tacked tackled. in yeah, yeah, two yeah. Seconds. That oh, Randy Couture yeah, yeah. got destroyed, bro. Like she was losing. the first round, second round, she was, yo, she was losing. She could have potentially given up the arm in a few Kimura arm lock, arm bar situations. She fought through it. She got the uh, TKO TKO, in the third round, so... Shots push shields, keep on killing it. Well for real respect. Yeah, you
1: know, I'm actually really glad you brought that up because that was actually a really cool thing to see her mm-hmm. fight through those first two rounds after really getting dominated and yeah. then coming back and getting the win. So she has a lot of potential, a lot of stuff to learn, but she's right. young and and, and that's awesome. Like you said, she's one of the few people crossing over and having success. But I will give a, also a shout out to Clay Collard, who fought in the co-main event of that, of that card. And he has been on a roll. I mean, he's won his fight against Anthony Pettis in mm-hmm. PFL, just won again this past weekend. And then he fought like four or five times on top rank through the quarantine, boxing. So this is a dude doing both yeah, 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 actively yeah, yeah. getting same, wins. Same way, same so it's same, like, yeah. he, you know, he's not on uh, Clarissa Shields' level in terms of like, you know, success in the sport of boxing, but he's another guy that's doing both and having right, a lot right, of success. Right. So shout out to him, shout out to Clarissa. 100%. Hope to see her uh, continue to get some wins and maybe get in the UFC and get that big it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go. So right. we're walking in here. Um, we're gonna go up to one of these little dummies here. And Mike, I wanna have you show, you
0: got that knockout this
1: time? I got you. Right. So we, we see the, the dummy right here.
0: Your yeah. Yeah. opponent right here. You know he was he was more he was more sleeping. Like <laughs> He's a little more. To he was the more the side. like this to the side, but, but show me the combination or what happened. Long, long, story short. the Dude. I like, he like tried to duck or something, I held his head down, the ref didn't stop me from holding his head, so I just hit him with an uppercut, picked his head up, and I threw like a cross, but when I threw the cross, I turned southpaw to change my angle, and he didn't see it, so I threw a left, caught him on like a jaw, and then he was leaning over to the right a little bit, and I chopped it down, and from here, I just like put all my weight on the right hand, sat on it, caught him right here, and he dropped to the floor and I kind of fell yeah, on top I'm of him and I was like, oh I'm damn. One wave and I was like, yeah. Oh yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah. like, boom, boom. turn a south pole real quick. Most people didn't see I turned south pole, and that's the truth. So a little bit of a
1: little bit of Marvin Hagler's on. A little something something, yeah. Switch stance, Cherry's Crawford, all that.
0: Mike Tyson too, Mike Tyson was just out for a lot of people. He would do it so quickly with explosive combos, he would notice it, but yeah. So, a whole bunch of fights. a whole bunch of
1: fighters. Yeah, well, I yeah. appreciate that little breakdown. Hope to see that again in Atlanta. Yeah. And, uh, we'll get the link for that fight. Make sure to promote it everything. You see us live in the History Gym here. Mike, my man, thank you again. For the first ever episode, now, whatever this is, 37, 38. We're, we're getting up there, so thanks again, bro. Appreciate, we'll appreciate it. We'll be we'll be